three, three, two, two, one. one. It's time for the show. Action. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present, of everyday people. And now, here's your host, the one and only. Asher Chua. Who do you say you are? I am Rochelle T. Parks. I am your health motivator. Um, So Rochelle T. Parks is a uh, godly woman, uh, wife of 25 years, mother of three children, um, a person who um, feels like she has been... um, brought into this world to help others achieve optimal health. I mean, I, I, uh, 30 years military service, retired military um, veteran, retired military officer. But I tell you, my, my heart and my passion has been health and wellness for a very, 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 very long time. And so I just feel like uh, I am now living uh, what I believe God has called me to do. As you mentioned, with your passion being health and fitness, uh, when did that become a thing for you? Like, when did you discover health and fitness and like you decided, man, I really love this? Well, first I said health and wellness, right? Health and so, wellness, my bad. Yes, my because, because fitness is a part of wellness, I, I believe. See, fitness mm. is just is just a physical aspect. And so a lot of times people see that I work out all the time, so they think that's all it's about. But if you listen to me, Mm-hmm. You know, I talk about wellness and wellness is mind, body and spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. So fitness is just one aspect of it. Uh, so I've, I've always been interested. Um, so I was an athlete as a child, you know, very athletic, you know, played sports. Um, and I was athletically inclined. You know, some people just have the gift and, and I was pretty athletic as, as a child and um, always been interested in science. And so I thought I was going to go to medical school, become a physician. So that, that whole side has always you know, been very intriguing to me, science and how the body works and all these things. And so um, did not go to medical school, went to college and you know, mm-hmm. got my degree. I actually took the MCATs, did not go to medical school. By that time, actually, when I took the MCATs, I already knew I did not want to become a physician at that time, but I went ahead with it. So I guess a little bit beyond um, graduating from college, I was not active, you know, um, just allowing life to take its course. I got married a year after I graduated college and not very active physically, really, and didn't really like the way I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward, had a child. And really, uh, at this time, I was in the Army. I was in the Army National Guard. And and this time, I uh, after I had my child, I knew I was like, okay, this is I gotta do better. <laughs> I gotta do better. <laughs> this is not who I am. I mean, you know, right. yeah, I'm, you know, I, I love uh, to be fit. I, I know, I know the benefits of fitness, and so I just started exercising. Um, so then it was just about exercise, and this was like the late '90s, and it was just about physical fitness, and and um, I, I should, yeah, well, no, I ate bad. I, I was gonna say <laughs> I didn't eat, I didn't eat terribly, but I did. <laughs> Just looking back on that, I ate terribly. I mean, so that's how I know. That's why I'm so passionate about it today. Right. And I really don't uh, just give people any, I, I mean, I show grace, but I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just kind of straight to it because I've been there. I know, I know where mm. people are because I was there with the fast food and, you know, the McDonald's and the sodas and the processed foods all the time and the sugar. I was there, you know, even right. though I was exercising, I was still eating that way. And so you fast forward another child, you know, you got 9-11, you got deployments, you have another child, you know, so years mm-hmm. pass. 
uh, and then I'm pregnant with my third child by then. So this is 2009. So not that long ago, you're talking 10 years ago. Yeah. And actually, um, at this point, I'll tell you what had transpired at that point. So by then, pregnant with my third child, so which meant I already had two. My son at the time was about um, 12, uh, who's my oldest, but I can mm. recall him having probably five cavities five cavities or so by the age of seven to eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I can recall my husband at the time having border, you know, borderline high blood pressure and, you know, um, overweight and, you know, just all these things. I can recall my daughter suffering with uh, eczema, mm-hmm. you know, so I just, I remember all of that. And, and that was really normal, you know, for people right. back then. That was, that was just the standard American diet is what right, we were right. consuming. Lots of fast food, lots of soda, you know, putting drink boxes at my son's lunch every day and just all these things. And so honestly, when I was pregnant with my third child, a friend of mine came by our house one Sunday. I remember we had gotten home from church and she dropped by and she gave, it was her and her husband. And she gave me and my husband this book and she said, read this book. It will change your life. And, uh, and it did. The name of the book was Eat This and Live by Dr. Don Colbert. And it was an easy read. Um, mm-hmm. I read the book and it really just opened my eyes to the fact that I was killing my family, you know, unknowingly. Um, nobody sets out to kill their family. I'm, I was just doing what I know what I knew to do. Right. I was eating the food I knew to eat. Right. You know, and so and that's why I say, you know, when I speak about di- diabetes and high blood pressure, not being genetic. You know, it's just not it's not a diabetic gene. It's not a high blood high blood pressure gene. There is a gene called the familial gene, mm-hmm. and if you continue to do that which is familiar to you, then chances mm-hmm. are you'll have what your people had. And gotcha. so that's that's the same boat I was on on the familial gene. So I grew up eating sweets, lots of sweets, and drinking sodas, and you know, yeah. frequenting the fast food places. And so that's what I was doing in my family. And so, needless to say, uh, my husband and I talked about it, decided to make some changes. Mm-hmm. And we're the cold turkey type. Some people got the wean. We didn't. We, we really did. We um we decided to clean out our cabinets, our cupboards, our refrigerators. I mean, mm-hmm. we just honestly uh, had I had my friend come over because I didn't know what was good and what was bad. Right. You know, I didn't. But, and uh, that's your friend that gave you the book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kim, I said, Kim, you got to come tell me because I don't know what's good and what's bad. I, I knew nothing about reading labels. All this stuff I talk about now, I knew nothing about. Mm. And this was 2009. Hasn't been that long ago. Right. Right. And uh, I said, if you tell me it's bad, I'm throwing it out. And she was like, are you serious? I said, yeah. My husband and I, we talked about it. And, you know, yeah, we, we want to start afresh, start anew, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's what we did. And And at the end of that I think I had um, uh, nine bags of groceries that I donated to the food pantry at my church, and then six bags um, that I just threw away because it was, you know, open stuff, and I, you know, didn't want right. to give that to anybody. And and we just started over. And then, of course, my cupboards were bare at that time, so I needed to go grocery shopping, and I just had basic things that I was looking for on the labels. Um, you know, if it was present, I wasn't getting it, so I just I started shopping at um, places like Trader Joe's and Whole Foods and. Um, mom's, you know, mom's organic market. And I stayed there probably for a few months until I was comfortable to go to a regular grocery store. But I Mm -hmm. stayed where, you know, where I I felt like I was safe, you know, um, in healthier stores. And did it cost more? Absolutely. But the way, the way we looked at it is we were worth it. We were worth, we were worth way more than we could ever spend in the grocery store. So we've spent way more on less, you know, so that's, that's that was that was us investing in our health and investing in our in our future 
because um, I told you I had, you know, I was pregnant, and I, you know, and I already had two. And so I'm like, okay, we need to start this third one off. Give her a chance. Right, right. <laughs> you know, give her a better, a better start, you know. Right. And that's, that was the beginning. So 2009, to answer your question, is when this whole, um, the nutrition part kicked in. Like I said, I was already on the physical fitness piece. I had already competed in bodybuilding. I did that in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. So mm-hmm. I had already done that. Right. So, but bodybuilding and, and, and wellness, not the same thing. Nutrition, the only, only time they're really, really, really into the nutrition mm-hmm. is toward the end when you're trying to cut, you know, to, to um, get on stage. So other than that, you, you're kind of eating a lot of stuff. Right, right. And I, I think that's a great point that you make, especially clarifying and correcting the uh, mistake from earlier, clarifying that fitness and wellness are not the same thing. Like fitness fits into nutrition or yeah, fitness fits into wellness and nutrition Absolutely. fits into there. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. having the umbrella and an, a clear understanding of what it means to be well and um, not just doing the workouts because like the workouts you're doing now, I've been jumping on there consistently mm-hmm. and I only felt that I was able to do that because I got into the swing of things with a morning routine of just um, getting up every morning and doing a, um, making my bed, doing a devotional and then going out for a walk. And I just found it funny within five days of me like committing to that, mm-hmm. like your video pops up October 1st and I'm like, oh, okay, like I can do this. Like mm-hmm. it's not um, like I wasn't getting up at five at the time because my schedule has been kind of up and down. But I was like, hey, like I said, I can do it. I want to do it. And it's on Facebook. She made it easy. I can go back and watch the replay. And it's like, okay, it's 15 minutes. And before I'd done like a seven minute hit, which I found to be very useful at the time. And it was just like, okay, I don't need to go work out for an hour after I come back from work, having worked 12 hours. It's like, I can just do the seven minute thing. And now doing 15 or 20 minutes, I'm like, okay, it's not so bad. Like, okay, maybe I can't do what you're doing, but as you're doing it, you're making it easy, easier, or you're giving us modifications to say, okay, Mm -hmm. If you can't jump, just like move your leg, like yeah. do this. And then yeah. I went from not being able to hold a plank for too long to like, oh, okay, now I've got my posture right. Mm-hmm. Now my shoulders are square. And I, I, yeah. I started feeling the soreness of it. But then I was like, oh, my little brother showed me this guy called Athlean X. And I went on there and he's, um, I forget what the proper terminology is, but as he shows you exercises to do and not to do, he explains Mm -hmm. it with like the body and showing you, okay, here's the skeleton, here's um, where this affects you and things of that sort. So Mm -hmm. I think it's a very important thing, highlighting what wellness is and what it's not. And um, just making that clear to people because the people that want to get it and are open to it, they they just kind of latch on and um i'm not sure if you, i'm sure you've noticed it as as you're doing the workouts that you may have like the same person sign up over and over again or the same people kind of just like follow you and yeah i'd noticed that within breathe university which is how we met you've been posting online doing videos on your own and then you made some adjustments and things partnering up with people to where it's help you kind of focus on what you needed to focus on and not worry so much about the uh like all the other things that kind of seemed as like how am I going to do that yeah no I just I just try to stay in my lane um this this is my lane if you see I you know I don't I'm not talking about 
finances or, uh, you know, investing or real estate or, I mean, you know, that's not, this is my lane. So I, I try to stay in my lane. I, I'm the health motivator, yeah. right? So if it's health, then yeah, I'm, I, that's me. Mm. If it's not, that mean I don't know anything about the other stuff. That's just not, that's not my focus. That's not right. my specialty. Right. Um, but no, I, I, I love um, to make that clear to people that, you know, the clear, it's a clear delineation between, you know, fitness and wellness, because I, I tell, I say all the time, I know plenty of people who look fit, mm-hmm. right, on the outside, um, but still maybe diabetic or, you know, have high blood pressure or, you mm-hmm. know, just have some digestive issues or, you know, heart issues, whatever. So, but they look fit on the outside, but, but health is an inside out job. Yeah, you know, yeah. you talk about health, I'm talking about blood work. We're like, what does your blood work say? Right, right. You know, now you, you could be progressing, you know, your A1C could be coming down. Yeah. And so, but if your A1C is, you know, at a certain level, then you're diabetic. That's not right, healthy. Right. You know, you, you're getting better, isn't it? but that's not healthy. I'm sorry. People say, oh, I'm, I'm pretty healthy. I'm just, I just take one pill for high blood pressure. That's not healthy. <laughs> nope. That's not healthy. So yeah. you could be getting better because you could have been, you were taking two. Now you're down to one. So we're, mm-hmm. we're moving in the right direction, but you're getting healthier. Right. Um, but yeah, so it just, you know, that's why I always ask people, what, what does health mean to you? Like define health. What does health mean? And so for people, it's different. Some right. people say right. just to, just to have the ability to move, you know, move my limbs, just to, just to wake up, you yeah. know, just to, you know, freedom of movement. Some people may say medication free, sleeping through the night, you know, no pains in my body, you know, so people just have their own definition of what health means to them, Mm. you know, so I have my own definition, you know, Mm. so, and it has nothing to do with the age, you know, people say, well, I guess for, for this age, I'm like, no, don't, don't do that. Don't (laughs) say for this age, you know, somebody say, oh no, well, I guess for 55, I'm doing pretty good. No, I don't put a number to it because you are what you eat, you know, so it's not, People say my age caught up to me. It's not your age. It's your lifestyle. Your lifestyle caught up to you. Not your yeah. age. <laughs> it's it's funny. My oldest brother always would tell me um, from time to time, he's like, uh, when you're young, you can eat whatever because it's almost like you're, you're committing murder, but you're just like putting the bodies away. But as soon as you hit 30, like all those decisions you make are going to catch up to you. So it's like, if you don't want it to show that quickly, you need to start correcting, like course correcting right now to where... All of a sudden, when yeah. it looks like, oh, I just blew up. It's like, no, you've been no, you've been didn't. murdering the uh, the cupcakes over there on the sides and the right. cakes and this and that. It's like, <laughs> I talked about that this morning. I said, I promise you, whatever you feel today, that didn't just happen. You yeah. know, that's been brewing inside for a long time. You know, this lady said, Rochelle, I don't know. It seemed like when I hit 40, I just all of a sudden I got this tire. I'm like, no, that's <laughs> at 40. <laughs> that tire has been forming for years, you know. Right. And so that's what I say your lifestyle caught up. It's not, it's not your age, your yeah. lifestyle. So. And yeah. I think that that's an important thing because a lot of times um, you, it's, I guess it's, it's easy to make the excuse. And sometimes it, it seems like insensitive, especially when you're in the position that you're doing what you need to be doing. And maybe if you're speaking to somebody that's not, willing to receive it or able to receive the information that you're given like a lot of times it comes off as like oh maybe you're being too hard or maybe you're being insensitive and i i say that for myself to where earlier this year i was going through like a poor mental state and really understanding over like the last three years two to three years what mental health is and again mm-hmm. like like mental health and mental wellness like making that distinction that 
this isn't, it may be something that's more talked about now with social media, but mental health is something that, or men, and mental wellness are something that are a part of your life, whether you pay attention to it or not, is a very big danger. But the health and wellness that you do in the morning every day, that makes such a big difference. Because before I would think, oh, maybe she's too intense, or maybe I can't do that. But when you shift your focus from being like, okay, this is what I can and can't do versus like, this is what I want for myself, the wellness, this is how I want my life to look like, instead of just seeing it like, okay, I'm losing, um, house is about to get repossessed, or oh, kids don't like me anymore, or um, nobody looks at me the way they used to look at me. It's like, okay, um, how do you look at you? If you don't like how you, you're looking physically, mm -hmm. or like you're not, mm -hmm. you don't feel attractive anymore. It's like, mm -hmm. are you willing to change that? And for right. me, myself, it may sound strange coming from a guy's perspective, but um, they say like men and women are very similar where um, you have men that are prima donnas in a way, guys that struggle with um, eating disorder, like um, bulimia and starvation. Like, mm -hmm. is, it, is it bulimia or where you overeat or undereat? Uh, anorexia is when you, yeah, bulimia is when you overeat, then throw up. Anorexic right. is when you don't eat. Okay. So I, I guess maybe I need to slow down on this point because I, I can feel myself kind of getting excited and speeding up. But at least for me in high school and middle school, I did wrestling. And I guess when it comes to wrestling, um, like you did, um, remind me, it's strength training or power training for um, performing. That I did? I yes. did. I did bodybuilding. Bodybuilding, right. Mm -hmm. And like you were talking about earlier, when it comes to the fitness aspect that goes into that, a lot of people may not look at the wellness to where with bodybuilding, I'm sure it's similar to wrestling where if you want to compete at a certain weight class, you do the workouts, you do the training and everything. And then when it comes to cutting weight, you can do it the right way or the wrong way. And the wrong way that I did and many people do when they're in middle school or high school or even at the professional level, people that are fighting in like the UFC, Ultimate Fighting Championship, MMA and all of that, mixed martial arts, is that, oh, I need to cut 10 or 20 pounds. Let me throw on a sweatsuit and just sweat it out, mm -hmm. drain all the water out of my body within a day, within a week, which is very unhealthy and it mm -hmm. becomes taxing on your kidneys. But because you don't see it necessarily, you're thinking uh, like, I'm young, what's the worst that can happen? And now like yeah. you grow up in your 20s, you're struggling to walk and yeah. you're having this issue or that issue. And I think like the people that are doing it right, like yourself and putting the emphasis on saying like, okay, this is wellness. You can get to that weight if you're trying to compete or you can get to that weight if you're just trying to look better and feel better. But here's the right way to go about it. Like let's start out with a HIIT training workout, do some cardio, but understand that if you're doing a HIIT, this is the purpose that it provides. Understand that if you're doing cardio, this is what it's doing for you. If you're eating this, it might not taste great eating fruits and vegetables. Well, actually for me, fruits and vegetables are amazing. But for somebody else, if you're not used to eating that and you're eating like the burgers and stuff, like it's a small sacrifice that you're making for not having to go to the hospital, not having to go and pay for the cavities, not having to go and pay for all those things. And when you have that perspective, I think it really it really changes the position you take on it. Yeah, I think people um, they they don't consider the whole cost right of of eating um, bad. You know, um, I'm gonna call it 87 octane, and I just mean 
you know, always eating fried foods, always eating processed foods, you know, eating sugar, sugar is being the bulk of your diet, um, artificial colors, artificial sweetness. I mean, they don't consider the whole cost because I promised you, um, I, I think of a couple of things. Now, there's some people who are just big all their lives, like they were big kids and they're big adults. But then you look at some, you know, a lot of overweight adults were skinny kids, mm-hmm. like like really skinny, right? Yeah. And so it's those same adults that when they were kids, they thought they could eat whatever they wanted. Yeah. You know, all their kids, give it to them. They're going to burn it off. Right. You know, so my question always becomes, well, well, when when does the light bulb come off? If you're always giving the kids sugar now, when does the light bulb come on in their head to, to know, okay, that's I need to stop or I need to make some. It doesn't. Right. Because that's it, it all doesn't. They, it doesn't. That's all, that's all they know, you know. So if we're always, if they're not eating vegetables as a kid, you know, when, you know, and so I hear parents say, well, I don't, you know, I don't eat that, but they let their kids eat it. Right. I'm like, that's, if it's not, if it's not good for you, it's not good for them. That's scary. You know, we're all same bodies, same body, same cells, same tissue, same organs, same organ systems. I mean, everything works the same right. in the adult as it does in a kid. Everything works the same. There are no different organs. There's no different process, you know, mm. um, metabolism works the same. So it's just, they don't, you know, people do not consider the whole cost. I wasn't when I was yeah. eating that way. I wasn't even thinking about it. I wasn't thinking about the future. Mm-hmm. You know, even though as a kid, I could see the older people, you know, yeah. and I say older, I'm not even talking about seven. I'm talking about older because I'm a kid. So older right, people, 40s, right. yeah. that's older, 30s, 40s, you know, were overweight. Mm-hmm. They were on medication. They were, you know, but you didn't, you, that was the norm. Right. That's the and norm. Everybody's either got it. the pot yeah. belly or just like, oh, here's my... Uh, calendar of pills and it's yeah like, people have gout scary. yeah you know gout high blood pressure diabetic and it's so it's just mind-boggling when I go get a physical now they're like you don't you, you're not on any medication I'm like no you know nope. and it's like they want to redo my test and read you know check my rate <laughs> again and you know they want to redo everything you know because yeah. it's like this is this can't be you right. know and I'm just like it, it can be right it can you know and- uh and that, that's something else that's that's almost scary where you have the medical field that, how can I phrase this? I don't know if they're supposed to promote wellness, but they take care of people or they, they attempt to take care of people, but... They treat. They treat, right. That's what it is. They treat versus, I mean, some people, they do try their best and address situations, but a lot of times by the time they get somebody in the the doctor's office it's already too late like there are not a lot of people going for preventative measures like within what you talk about I, you talked about what's the word i gotta read the book i, I bought the book last year and i just gotta sit down and read it mm. but you talk that's a shame on me so i've got to apologize for that and i'd like you to tell people about the book a little bit later on but um one thing that you said that stuck out to me recently is that what you basically what you put in is what you get out yeah i mean that's what you know when people say you are what you eat we kind of kind of you know think of it as a cliche but it's really true you know like garbage in garbage out you can't you can't eat sugar all day and expect to have you know a healthy body it just doesn't it doesn't work that way because you know I always do my the things with the cells cells tissues i mean you know it's just when you, when you look at it like that like how it works it just makes mm-hmm. sense you're like oh okay that's why right right that's why if you just say you know you are what you eat and it's like what do you mean how is that what do you mean i am right. what i eat but when you think of at our most basic level we're made up of cells yeah you know and the cells have to be healthy you know and 
how do the cells become healthy by giving the nutrients? Well, where, does, where do the nutrients come from? From the food we eat, mm-hmm. you know? Well, how do you get new, good nutrients? Uh, fruits, vegetables, lean protein, healthy fats, yeah. not yeah. not sugar, not, right. you know, all these processed foods, not these lab experiments that I call it. You know, that's that's destroying our cells, yeah. you know, making them malfunction, you know, and, and, and uh, that's the root cause of disease, really, malfunctioning of cells. Mm-hmm. It really is. I just like being able to have this conversation with you and just the more and more I can participate on the morning workouts or just go back and watch some of the things that you've done it really brings into focus like what it is that you're doing and you being about what you're about 100% where you're not trying to masquerade something or you're not trying to make up something um, like when window dressing I think is what they call it mm-hmm. like you believe mm-hmm. in you believe in what you're teaching because you're also practicing what you're teaching and you're you're a hundred percent in it and it's, it's not something like you had to make well, you, you did have to make a drastic life shift in 2009 when you saw the situation where you were in and you're like, this isn't working. Like, right. I'm not for nobody. Well. It wasn't yeah. working for nobody. Yeah. For nobody. <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. not well. My husband's not well. My kids aren't well. And I'm getting ready to bring another kid into this. It's like, something's got to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and even when I say that, and I say this all the time, I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm not saying that we sit around and eat fruits and vegetables all day. That's not what I'm saying at all. So I don't want anybody to mistake that, to think that I'm saying we're up here and everybody's down here. That's right. not, we're not, we're not perfect people. What I am saying though, is there's certain things that I try my best to avoid, you know, um, mm-hmm. I can count on one hand how many times I have soda in a year, you know, um, yeah. I'm reading labels. I try my darnest. If it has artificial colors or artificial sweeteners, I'm, I'm, I don't want it. I'm not yeah. consuming it. Um, try my best to avoid high fructose corn syrup. But the reality is if I'm out somewhere eating something, I'm, I don't know what they put it's, in it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, but if I'm, I'm not buying it. If I'm, right. not, if I'm purchasing something, it has high, I'm not buying it. Right. You know, if it has, you know, yellow five, yellow six or whatever, sucralose, whatever, I'm not buying it. Gotcha. Um, so, so and that's certain things that I try to avoid. And and that those are things that you go into details with the coaching that you do personally through your brand. Absolutely. Because, you know, we perish for lack of knowledge. People don't right. know. People don't know that, okay, uh, artificial colors are linked to uh, ADHD in kids. Hmm. Like, what? Who knew that? You know, people don't know that. People don't right, know right. artificial sweeteners are linked to cancer. You know, so that's why it always, it honestly, it irks me yeah. when I hear people say, um, when somebody, you know, is stricken with cancer and uh, they say, oh my goodness, but they, they exercise, they ate well, they, this, and I'm just like, okay. That's not the whole story. Yeah. It's not the whole story. Nobody, nobody's, nobody's talking about all the red velvet cake that they consume, you know, and I'm not <laughs> saying they're consuming cake every day, but I'm just saying right, just, right. just could, you know, taking in artificial colors, people, it's artificial colors. I mean, people got to read the labels. I'm telling you, yeah. the devil is in the details. Right. And I, <laughs> I, I mean, the, a lot of the things I'm sure they they may not have been intended for that because like I'm sure even like back in the day smoking was a big thing. It was advertised as like, oh, this is a great thing. Like there are people that have smoke and they never felt anything bad from it. But mm-hmm. like just understanding like once the information starts coming out, like, oh no, this is contributing to actively killing people. And um once people kind of got that, it's like, oh, okay, like now that I know I, I don't I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want to fool with mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
They say, well, you know better, you're supposed to do better, right? Yeah. Um, and that's the way we felt we knew better. So I'm like, how can we continue mm. to to do this? You know, even with the our our decision to to lay off the pork, you know, and yeah. and the and the scavengers. Um, I mean, you know, we, we're believers. We mm-hmm. read the word, and the word said it was dirty, you know. Yeah. So and I they, look, guess what? He ain't failed me yet. <laughs> I believe him. <laughs> right. I believe him. And it has nothing to do with salvation, it just has to do with health. It's a health thing. Yeah. You know, you, you can get sick. And so I'm about prevention. I'm not mm. trying to, it just, it just, I'm not trying to be sick. Ain't nobody got time for it. Right. Ain't right. nobody got time to be sick. So I'm trying to do my best to prevent sickness, right? Mm. So I'm into well care, not sick care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into well care, not sick care. So that's just the way I see it. It's just, it's easier. It's, it's, it's less expensive. Yeah. You know, because sickness is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it can be very expensive and see people don't consider that. They just right. say, Oh, it costs too much to buy fruits and vegetables. I'm like, Oh, it costs yeah. a whole lot more to buy a lot of medication, a whole yeah. lot more. If not even that, just for going to like insurance, you, you need that in case something happens, but I was looking at the difference of what I paid versus what the company paid that I worked mm-hmm. with. It's like mm-hmm. they paid up to 75% mm-hmm. and I was only paying 25%. And the moment mm-hmm. that I left, um, in order for me to maintain it, I had to pay the 100%. And I was like, oh, wow, it's that much. So I kind of mm. tip my hat off to them and I say, thank you. Like people always dog out corporations, but it's like, it provides a service. Like mm-hmm. there may be certain expectations that don't agree with you. That's something that you have to seek out personally and decide what is it that you need to be doing and not blaming somebody else for not giving you your right. dreams or your goals. But that's that's another conversation. Right, right. But, and then you just think about the, what is it worth to you to, to sleep through the night? You know, what is it worth to you to have, you know, uh, to ha- have no pain in your body? What is that worth to you to get rid of the migraine headaches, to, right. you know, to have your bowels move on a regular basis? basis you know they have freedom of movement you know to Mm -hmm. get rid of inflammation in your body what is that worth yeah yeah to you and i mean that's something that um i guess i've taken for granted in the past because for me i'm I'm not um naturally born american but and i've been naturalized as a citizen but coming from like a third world country where food is scarce the way that we always saw it we like where we come from the rich are overweight because they have enough money to buy the food so we're always just like oh man you're really healthy but then when you come mm-hmm. over to america it's like oh wow like everybody's health everybody's like got money over here but then when you start reading between the lines you're like uh maybe maybe they're not as rich right. as we thought they were mm-hmm. and, and the thing that just switched where food was a scarcity before it's an abundance here but um seeing what's in the food it's like oh okay mm. like i can have a chick-fil-a sandwich but maybe i don't need to have it every single day or every right. single day. Mm-hmm. and at the moment when um my mom she always she's big on cooking things fresh because that's just how she grew up and that's what she knew and i'm always grateful for that because um it allows me to taste things for what they are and like mm-hmm. if i get something i don't season it automatically i figured the person that made it already seasoned it to some degree and then i, I want to taste what it tastes like mm-hmm. that's just like getting a, a thing of uh, salsa chips and somebody just dumps a whole thing of salt on it i'm like just keep it i don't like i didn't even get to taste what the chip was supposed to taste like like because mm-hmm. you already assumed that it needed a pound of salt on it like, right 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 yeah it's all yours and then the same person i'm not going to call out their name but like of course i saw them maybe five years after college and like they blew up like put on some weight and i'm like Mm -hmm. yeah like 
as we watched you eat every single day, it's like, yep, that's going to come back. That's all going to come up to bite you. And then lifestyle. Like, oh, I don't, lifestyle I don't know what up. happened. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't know what happened. We're all sitting here like, we all know what happened. We all know what happened. Yeah. 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 But people don't, they don't, they don't connect the dots all the time. They don't, yeah. they don't, they, they literally, they, so this is what they think. I got older and my yep. metabolism slowed down. Yeah. That's it. That's why I gained weight. <laughs> <laughs> I got older and my metabolism slowed down. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm not saying those aren't facts, right, but that's not, right. that's not the reason, you know, yeah. the reason, you know, is, is the poor choices, you know, from early on. Yeah. I, I thank God really. Cause when I think about how I ate, you know, yeah. as a kid and even as a young adult, it's, I mean, it's only God's grace that I'm yeah. not on any type of medication. So I'm like, okay, he must've like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spare you. Cause I got work for you to do. I right, need you to right. do the work, you know? Um, and I'm not saying I'm out of the woods, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Anything can happen, but I'm just saying, by the grace of God, I, you know, my blood pressure is, is, is great. My, you know, A1C is, 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 is awesome. HDL, mm-hmm. L, I mean, all my, my blood work is good, Yeah. you know, uh, but I know how I used to eat, but mm-hmm. that's what's so beautiful about it because as I, I'm always reminded of the, um, and you're too young for this probably, but it was a show called the $6 million man. You know, when I was a kid and, and he was like a bionic man and, you know, and they used to say, um, we can rebuild them. He was, you know, he had like a computer in the inside, yeah. you know, it was like a robot or whatever, okay. but the whole idea is you could rebuild them. So it didn't matter if he lost the limb or whatever, they could put them back together. And so mm-hmm. that's the way God made our bodies that it doesn't matter how far we've degenerated, you know, right. we can rebuild them. Cause mm-hmm. again, if at our most basic level, we're made up of cells, right? right. So, so right. I just got to share this real quick because you probably have heard it before. So, if we're, if I break us down to our most basic unit, anything cells, that's what we're made of, right? Mm-hmm. And cells make up tissues, tissues make up organs, organs make up organ systems. When I'm, when organ systems are like your reproductive system, digestive system, cardiovascular system, endocrine, right? Mm-hmm. Integumentary like systems. Um, and then organ systems make up the organism. So you put all those together, you have a person, yeah. right? So if the person is unhealthy, right? Uh, you have to start, if you want to make the person healthy, you start with giving it healthy cells, mm, right? right? And it goes through that same process, right? Because as our cells, our cells are dying off every day and you're regenerating new cells. Right, but the, right. those new cells, are they healthy or are they unhealthy? Mm-hmm. It all depends on the food you're giving it. Are you giving it 87 octane or 93 octane, mm. Right. And it goes through that same process, you know? So that's why I say the root cause of disease is malfunction of cells. So you know, that's what we can rebuild them. So, okay, okay. So you, maybe your, your knee is busted and you got inflammation and, and this or whatever, but guess what? You start giving your body the good stuff mm-hmm. then you start feeling better. You start, mm-hmm. you know, regenerating healthy cells around it, you know? Okay, your blood pressure was high. You start mm-hmm. giving the good stuff, it will it will normalize. Mm-hmm. Okay, your A1C was high. I mean, I'm just saying, this is the way the body works. This is the way God made us. Right, it's a great. We're point. all six million dollar men. Yeah, <laughs> we whenever, all can be rebuilt. Whenever you said the six dollar million man, I, I guess what I'm more familiar with is Inspector Gadget, since he's got. I saw the uh, the movie of it that maybe came out in the early 2000s, and um, I think maybe they played it more towards like, okay, he was kind of like RoboCop where he was man and then he got turned into a machine and 
they tore him apart or whatnot, but because his heart was working, I think, or something like that, like they were able mm. to revive him. But that's still a valid point that with wellness and health, um, if you're not taking care of the essentials, which will affect your heart, your brain, the things that keep your body moving, once those go, like that's it, unless you can get a transplant or but that's a whole nother ordeal that involves a lot of money that you may or may not have to try and fix something that could have been avoided way back when. Absolutely. Absolutely. People say, well, I'm just tired all the time. I just have no energy. Yeah. And I say, okay, well, what, I mean, what are you eating? Because food, your food should give you energy. And once they tell me, I say, what do you have for breakfast? What do you typically have for breakfast? And they'll tell me, oh, bagel, or I you know, have coffee yeah. and bagel yeah. or whatever, you know, whatever. What do you have for lunch? Oh, you know, a sandwich. I, mean, I may grab a sandwich from Subway, some chips, you know, yeah. maybe a soda dinner. Uh, I mean, you know, so so I'm like, I don't see where you're giving your body anything to get energy from. Right. I mean, what, what do, you know, you, I mean, what, if it's you if bread, your food, you got, yeah, you got bread, you got sugar, you got, you know, I'm like, what do you, what do you, you got dairy, um, mm-hmm. this creates inflammation. So they don't, but they don't connect the dots. You know, people don't realize how they feel every day right. has everything to do with what they put inside of their bodies. You know, they yeah, don't. Yeah. And, and that's a, that's a great point because for me, it's like, I, at times, I guess I got tired of getting clowned for not ordering fast food or knowing what fast food is like being able to order off the menu and like I, I like fought to go to Hardee's when I was um, in middle school with a friend of mine. He's like, "Oh yeah, let's just go over here and get ice cream." And it's like I would go and get it, and I was like, "Oh, it, it tastes sweet at first, but from having like 12 years of eating like natural fruit, um, vegetables every single day, you got a mix of like grain, fat, onions, this, that. Like everything's always balanced." all of a sudden you get this big rush of stuff and it's like, oh, this is cool. I finally get to have what everybody else had. But within a short period of time, it just didn't agree with me anymore to where I was like, okay, maybe I I don't want an ice cream today or maybe I don't want a burger. Like it was good. It tasted good. And after a while, when you see things like um, somebody taking a picture of a McDonald's burger and they just let it sit and it stays the exact same, no change, no nothing. I'm like, something's not right about that. Like mm-hmm. I, it might be quick and convenient, but I'm like, yeah, not this time. So, um, yeah, I have that. I have a, a McDonald's cheeseburger, a small fry and a four piece nugget. And I bought it April 5th of 2014. I still have it. Mm, you just have it in the house or. Yeah. It's in, um, Maybe downstairs in the basement, but it's uh, <laughs> it's in the bag uh, in the yeah. McDonald's bag there, the bag that it came in, and um, and I have that in a Ziploc bag. And you know, when I have events or I'm doing things, I have it on display, you know, to show people that it still looks the same. Just the bread is hard, you know, everything mm-hmm. is hard, but yeah, it's the same. Nothing is decomposed. And I always yeah. say, if you you make your own burger, though, if you make your own burger, yeah, uh, and you leave it out, it's gonna mold. You mm-hmm. know, it's gonna mold. Um, yeah, you know, but the bread doesn't mold. Even the bread you buy off the shelf, it doesn't mold. It's filled with preservatives. Yeah, that's the difference between that bread and the bread I make. You know, I make my own bread. Haven't done it in a while, but you know, mill yeah. my own flour and everything. So there's no preservatives in that. You leave yeah. that out for five days, that's gonna mold. Right, this right. Bread on the shelf that you get, that's it's never gonna mold. And bread used like, to mold yeah. back in the day, though. When I right. was a kid, bread on the shelf used to mold. That just that just goes to show you how things have changed over the years. How they. Yeah added more preservatives so it because bread will mold on you 
Right. It did when I within, was a kid. Within a day, within two days. Because I remember for us, we would always get these like French baguettes for breakfast. Like you do that with, um, and I'm hungry now thinking about it. Yeah. But, I'm talking about just a regular old sunbeam. It, it wouldn't mold in within two days. So you're used doing some hashitachi baguettes. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about some, <laughs> some back in the day it was sunbeam or uh, what was the other? Uh, I want to say Mrs. Baird's. I'm from Texas. So okay, gotcha. I remember sunbeam, Mrs. Baird's. Those are the two I remember but that okay. bread right. I mean, it will stay on the counter for like a week or so but right not gonna stay on there two three weeks whatever it will mold and you that's, pick it that's up that's true i, I misspoke like, oh. not not a day not a day yeah at not, least, not a couple at least of days week. yeah yeah because about I, a week or so I remember there was um, like from knowing that that back in fifth grade, we had either fifth or fourth grade, we had this assignment where you were supposed to bring something in for like science class. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was supposed to be on mold. And I was like, oh, okay, I can do that. Like bread molds. So I put it in a Ziploc bag and I brought it to school with me. And I think either I had it out for the project or I forgot it on my desk. I'd left to get some water and came back. And the girl that sits next to me was screaming, like looking at it. It's like, oh my God, it's molding. And I was like, it's just bread. Like it's supposed to mold, but it is like yeah. kind of like this, this scary mold. But I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my bad. Like I just took it and put it away. And I think that's kind of a value that a lot of people are missing as as you become more comfortable or as you kind of move away from like the hardships that you you um, traverse over time and you're like, okay, your parents had it hard. They want their kids to have it better. It's like in trying to make things better, sometimes you make them worse if you don't yeah. understand why certain things were hard or why you did certain things. And I think that mm-hmm. that kind of reminds me of a proverb where it says like, it's not smart to move an old boundary stone. And I, I didn't, I don't know if I quoted that right, but essentially it's saying like the way I understand it just now, I was always thinking that it was a physical boundary or a physical stone or rock that somebody's moving that's mm-hmm. supposed to keep the uh, the boundary of somebody's estate or yard but now that i think about it as we're talking about wellness it's like there are certain principles about wellness wealth um health that are staples that if you violate those they will violate you in turn and mm-hmm. you just you, you can't do that because mm-hmm. what what results in it is cancer diabetes arthritis all these different things like i picked up somebody recently doing uber just on the weekend and um i was on my way to the men's retreat for once a year we're, we're getting together and we we kind of just meet up to be able to see each other face to face and I think it was around the Knoxville area since Pigeon Pigeon Forge is over that way and Gatlinburg, Tennessee. But he was probably the last person I was picking up on my way to my destination. And as he was struggling to get out of his house, like I noticed that his hands they were they they weren't regular. And I think it was like a combination of gout and arthritis. Like I didn't ask trying to be respectful, but he was told mm-hmm. me it's like it's hard for him, like his wife just had knee surgery and he was going to get some liquor to like help the pain because the pain that they gave her is only a few pills and Mm. his neighbor is robbing him and other things. And I, I just sat there and I was just looking at the situation like, man, this, it's a terrible situation, but I looked at it as I can't really do anything aside from get you to where you need to go. Mm -hmm. And as I was just figuring this out, just driving for the, um, I think maybe the second time, I was like, usually you're supposed to just drop somebody off, but with him being elderly and maybe me being too nice, I was like, okay, the destination didn't quite take us there. So I kind of like rerouted 
and got him to where he needed to go and then took him back. And at first I was getting worried. I was like, oh God, help me to get him back to his house because I'm not from this area. Mm-hmm. And we eventually got there and then I was on my way. But I was just like, that's like, I didn't have anything to give him in the moment. And I was like, maybe it's not meant for me to necessarily give him something to say oh, go and see Rochelle's video. But (laughs) it's one of those things where it's like, if I keep doing what I need to do on a regular from like watching you or just getting the information from myself and say, okay, before I go and invest in real estate, I need to get a fitness tracker and a heart rate monitor because that like, if this stops beating, like if I stop working because of my own fault, then I can't look to somebody else and blame and be like, oh my God, why did you do this? Like, Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think God did that. I think you were given a body, you were given certain responsibilities. You may or may not have been taught what to do, but the world we live in now has more than enough information. If you're put in certain situations where this isn't working, that isn't working, and you kind of like come to yourself for a moment and you say, what can I do to fix it? Like the opportunity presents itself like within days, within hours. I, I don't know what the exact time frame, but like you described your situation and your friend just happened to bring you the book to say, read this, this will change yep. your life. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that was divine, you know, yep. because I didn't know. We didn't know. We, they just stopped by our house. They just say, hey, we're on our way. We yep. were, we still had on church clothes. I remember. Um, and it was just a moment in time and it was a life change i'm glad we were obedient mm-hmm. and actually read the book and then you know executed from that point right. and so and again I, I am not um saying that we're perfect or not promoting that advocating mm-hmm. that anybody would be perfect what i am a promoter of is um getting your health bank account in the black <laughs> that's the way i like mm-hmm. to look at it um so a lot of times we, we, we're looking at our fin- our financial bank account, like how much money do we have in the bank? Yeah. Well, I want people to look at their health bank account. You yeah. know, is that in the black or is that in the red? Mm. You know, and if it's in the red, then we need to make some changes to get it in the black. Right. Right. right? And so because you can you can you're just like your uh, your regular bank account, you can make withdrawals from your account and still be in the black. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the health bank account. You, when you have it in the black, you can still make withdrawals and still be in the black, but you can't get nothing from nothing. So if you're yeah. already in the red and you're making you know, withdrawals, then you're just going further in the red. Yeah, yeah. So we need to make some healthy deposits instead of all these unhealthy withdrawals. We have to start making healthy deposits so we can build it up mm. so that if you want to make an unhealthy withdrawal, if you want to get the milkshake, if you want to get the burger, it's okay. Yeah. If you want to get the donut, it's okay. <laughs> You know, your your account is, is good. Right, right. It's you know? it's funny because I'll say it. I was going to say, I don't know if I should say it, but I'll say it. I, I think the other night I had, like, I knew I should, it wasn't the best thing to do, but I was like, I just need something to eat and I, I just want something quick. And I wasn't thinking, okay, let me get a carrot or let me get some celery. I was like, no, I want specifically like the Magnum ice cream on the stick, double chocolate. And I was like, okay, there's three in the thing. Like I just said, ate all three, but I'm like driving on my way. I was like, okay, it's it, it happened. But then what did I do the next morning? Like I went for a drive. This was maybe at like midnight. And I was like, hey, why don't I just clear my head? And this isn't the best thing for it. But um, I cleared my head, drove a little bit and got back 
understood that I needed to rest, even though it was midnight or one o'clock. Like got back, rested, didn't wake up at 3.30, like took the extra time to sleep. And then I think what woke me up was your alert of you going live. I was like, okay, Rochelle's live. Let's do this workout. Like it may not be like, I'm not doing the workout necessarily to counteract the food I ate like I ate mm-hmm. that intentionally like I knew what I was doing and I'm not going to be here like wah wah boohoo like I'm not doing that like I'm doing the workout because I want to do it and I understand the benefit that it's going to do to my body so I was like okay mm-hmm. so like I might smash the ice cream but I'm going to do the workout go walk or run come back I ate a thing of vegetables it was just like salad and carrots so that gave me the energy that I needed for the day after having like a short rest but then later in the day when it was like 3 or 4 or 7 p.m. I was like I gotta go to sleep because that three hours of rest or four hours however much time it was it wasn't enough and my body needs to kind of recover so it's like I can put out the energy but like you got to put out some, put back some, put out some, put back some, just kind of keep the levels yeah. balanced. Yeah. I, I just, I have a question that when you said you were, um, so, so you weren't, because I'm going, you know, I'm going to the ice cream. You were not hungry. <laughs> hungry is not what you were. No, I was just, you were I was just, sugar. yes, I was craving sugar. Oh, okay. Okay. Because you said I was hungry. I just wanted something quick. I'm like, no, you no, weren't hungry. No, I was craving yeah. sugar. And that, okay, yeah. that's, that's I, one I of the people to yeah. hear that, that right. he wasn't hungry. He's <laughs> no. not hungry. He was craving sugar. Okay. Right. And that, that's one of the things kind of going back to the balance piece where it's having the um, like systems in place because somebody told me a good, like a tip for starting your day off instead of maybe having a cup of coffee, you just have a tablespoon of of um, honey, which is a natural sugar, more or less. I know you you probably say do agave. And they said, do a tablespoon of honey and then do not a a teaspoon of honey and a teaspoon of um, coconut oil. And I was like, okay, let me try To do what though? Why? Why are we doing it? So yeah, this is a good question to ask you. They're, They're saying that the fat in the coconut oil is something that your body needs. I guess. I'm not. I'm not no. disputing coconut oil. I'm okay. trying to say why. Why are we doing the honey at all? What is the point? I think. I think the honey is mainly to combat the taste of the uh, the coconut oil. So they're saying instead of doing coffee, yeah, do do honey with coconut oil yeah. as as a like a jump start to your breakfast. Day. Is this what is? It's, is I mean, it's it's part of your breakfast. So like you'd wake up get a scoop of coconut oil, eat it, and then get a scoop of honey as like a chaser to just be like, okay, it's a little bit of sugar or it's really a lot of sugar, but that's something that you get in your system. And then you can eat, you can either eat something or if you don't have the time to eat something that will give you enough to kind of like get your day going. I tried it a couple of times and it seemed to work, but I was like, even with talking with my mom, it's like, we try, we're trying to avoid oils. And I was like, well, but they're healthy oils. But I was like, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. It's not smart to just like ingest oil like that without having anything else to go with it. Yeah. So here's my here's my philosophy. People ask me all, all the time, Rochelle, what about this? Does it work? Yeah, it probably does. Mm-hmm. But I always come back with this question. But is that something you're going to do for the rest of your life? Is that something that you're going to ingest honey with coconut oil every day? Not, See, but I could eat, yeah. I could do a smoothie. I could do yeah, a smoothie yeah. every day. I can. <laughs> I, I can do apples, oranges. I can right. do, you know, I don't, that's, that's easy. That's the food he gave. He gave us that. Right. I'm just saying, eat the food guy. So I'm not saying that it doesn't work. Right. You know? I mean, I it, just it's, know. it's kind of worked for me, but it, after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm tired of just eating like, the raw hard like coconut oil right off yeah but like, so yeah yeah and so so uh, that's why i was like why are we doing honey is honey 
honey still to get the fix of the sugar. So take away the coffee and sugar, but you're still going to get the sugar. Yeah. You know, see, I'm trying to get people to break the addiction to the sugar. Right. You, you know, so now I'm, like, I'm like, no, don't don't start your day with sugar. Right. You know, and so what, even why? when they do the fruit and veggie thing, they're like, can we have honey? That's still a sweetener. That's <laughs> still sugar. Can I right. have stevia? That's still sugar. I'm saying right. no sugar. And why, why is that important to break that habit of the sugar? Oh, man, sugar is the, the root of, it's the, it's the devil, okay? Mm. <laughs> Tell sugar the truth. is the devil. I mean, yeah. seriously, it's, it's just one of the main reasons for inflammation in the body. You know, mm. sugar, it's, uh, uh, it's just bad. It's bad juju, you know. Um, it just wreaks havoc in the body. It really does. And, and the more we can stay away from it, now there are simple sugars, you know, um, natural sugars and fruit and things like that. Right. I'm talking about actual sugar, whether it be white sugar. Um, I mean, there are healthier sugars. Stevia is healthier, you know. Right. It's not processed uh, like white sugar, but then there are artificial sugars, you know, that are worse that people yeah. think is better. Right. You know, you got uh, equal and sweet and low, and yeah. Yeah. and um, you know yeah. all these things uh, that people think is good. I'm like, no, it's worse. You know, I'd yeah. rather you have white sugar than the artificial sugar, yeah. but it just wreaks havoc in the body. It really does. It, gotcha. It's an addiction. You know, sugar is more addictive than cocaine. Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, people they got to have it, and when they don't have it, just like I have folks doing it. The seven day fruit and veggie challenge. Now this is yep. day six for us because I'm doing it with them. Those first the first day people had migraine headaches. Yep. By noon, they already had migraine headaches because they didn't have their coffee that morning. Yeah. You know, so that's just like, man, my body is reacting with a headache. Mm-hmm. Just because I mean, like a headache like within three hours because I haven't had coffee. What does right. that tell you? Right. That's scary to me that my body will react that way mm-hmm. for not having something. You know what I mean? That's an addiction. Right. You know, it's either addiction to the to the sugar and it could be an addiction to the caffeine, you know, so the body will tell on you. Yeah. And I, I think that's a great point that you you make that separation, because another thing that I've started doing recently is just like fasting for um, like the purpose of just taking some time away. And I found it hard to fast for a while because it's just you go from having something to having nothing, but Mm -hmm. then making the slight adjustment of saying, okay, maybe I don't go from having completely nothing, but maybe I take away like the sugar or I take away something that I would desire like highly. And then, okay, maybe instead of doing the whole day, I do part of the day. And even just starting a morning like this, um, like after a while, once you practice it and you're very intentional about why you, you get that or you don't get that, it's like, oh, okay, my body doesn't need it because I, I'd done your fruit and veggie challenge before. And I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. I, I eat fruits and vegetables all the time, but I made the, the mistake of loading up on the fruit, which is all the sugar without having the greens to go with it. And I was like, oh, that's why I eat that. Like, that's like, it keeps you balanced. And like, when I got to my salad, I was like, okay, I'm going to kill the salad because I need like the way my body burns the calories. It's like, I usually need anywhere from like 2,500 to 3,200 calories just to like function of like every day, getting up, going here, going there. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like, I might not be talking a lot, but if it's, hey, we've got to go five miles over here, walk over here and walk there. Like, I'll, I'll do that. And we're both chameleons. And in that regard to where it's like you're, you work in the supportive role, but like regardless of what you, you are technically, 
like you still fill all the other roles. Like if you need to be like demanding, you can be demanding. If you need to be sociable, like, like this, like we can be sociable, but even structured, you can be structured, but everything has its place in, in um, like for the time you need it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one, one more question I, I need to ask you, or I want to ask you is mm-hmm. um, what does the T stand for in Rochelle T Parks? Trinice. Got you. Rochelle Trinice Parks. Got you. That's an awesome middle name. <laughs> Thank you. Thank is, you. Thank you. Was, are you named after someone or? No. 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 Okay. That was just that. No, I have a sister named Michelle, Michelle Denise. Yeah. Older sister and it's Rochelle Trinice. So. Gotcha. Oh, I see what your parents are doing there. Just keeping it rhyming. rhyming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I just, uh, I think my husband, um, this was years ago, you know, he was calling himself, his name is Michael L. Parks, Michael Lawrence Parks. So he was mm. saying Michael L. Parks. And I said, well, just, if you're Michael L., then I'm Rochelle T. <laughs> you know? And uh, I started putting it in my signature block um, in the military. This was probably, let's see, what is this, 2019? Probably like 2014, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, started putting it in my signature block, and I started saying it, Rochelle T. Parks, and don't gotcha. forget the T. You know, and I was very <laughs> adamant about it. And But but even that, though, um, knowing I was going to retire, you know, mm-hmm. soon, it was it was, it was was about branding, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was about branding. So I was thinking then, you know, no people are going to know it's Rochelle T. Parks. Gotcha. You know, because it could be some other Rochelle Parks out there, but it's, right. it's only one Rochelle T. Parks. Gotcha. So you can't, can't forget my T. Awesome. Makes sense. If you would, let the people know how they can find you and uh, just connect with you offline and online. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So I am on Facebook uh, at Rochelle T. Parks. (laughs) I'm on Instagram at Rochelle T. Parks. I'm on Twitter at Rochelle T. Parks. Uh, My uh, website is RochelleTParks.com. That's simple. Uh, Absolutely. Kept it simple. Uh, You can also purchase my book on uh, on my side as well. Um, and it comes in, you know, paperback as well as uh, on Kindle. So crap. I didn't talk about the book. <laughs> yeah. No worries. What's the, the book priority called? has to be you. The priority has to be you 10 keys <laughs> to, to achieve optimal health. Mm. And it is not about exercise. I promise you it's about this. Mm. Getting it right. So, Thanks for show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It You're was welcome. good. This was a great one. Yeah, I think so.